Hey, everybody. Kevin Grossman, president of Talent Board and the Candidate Experience Awards. We have got another great virtual conference coming up November 18th and 19th of this year. The 2020 Candy Awards Virtual Conference, where we'll elevate candidate experience and celebrate this year's Candidate Experience Awards winners. We're going to have amazing speakers and panel discussions, and registration is free. Go to thetalentboard.org to learn more. Now, enjoy the podcast. One of my favorite ones is having the hiring manager make a quick video that goes out with the offer letter. So, it, you know, and these are just quick. They're 10, 15 second videos where the hiring manager just says, Kevin, we love your organizational skills and your ability to, to produce results. You're going to be a great addition to our team. You know, really hope you accept or something to that effect. You're listening to the Candy Shop Talk podcast brought to you by Talent Board and the Candidate Experience Awards Benchmark Research and hosted by Kevin W. Grossman. Talent Board is the first nonprofit research organization focused on elevating and promoting a quality candidate experience. The Candy Shop Talk podcast welcomes Mari Hannigan, CEO of Spark Start and Amplify, a platform to create, share, distribute, and manage recruiting and employer branding videos and a proud Candidate Experience Award sponsor. Listen in on how improving candidate experience impacts recruiting and the business bottom line. Mari, thank you so much for joining me on the Candy Shop Talk podcast. It's always a pleasure. Now, before we dive into the rest of the show, why don't you catch folks up on who you are and what you're doing today? I'm Mari Hannigan. I'm CEO of Sparkstart. It's a company that I started five years ago. And today I'm, I'm continuing to do what I'm doing in terms of developing new product for Sparkstart to make sure that video is easy for employers to make, to share, to approve. Really want to take the mystery and the work out of video and make it just another communications vehicle as opposed to some big project that you budget for and you produce and you spend a whole lot of time on. I'm always curious, and I've, I've, I know I've, I've heard the story before, but I'm for the listeners now, why did you go down that path of video and why Spark? Why the name? I started my career at Procter & Gamble in marketing and did a lot of recruiting for that organization, but I was primarily a marketer. I worked on classic consumer packaged goods marketing, and it amazed me when I would put on my recruiting hat that all of a sudden the tools available to me were job descriptions, these five paragraphs of text and 19 bullet points. Um, and then I'd go back to my, my other job and I'd have video and I'd have all this engagement. And it just stunned me that the recruiting community didn't have the same kind of tools that marketers had. And it's not like video is bleeding edge technology. And we all walk around with high diff cameras in our pockets. It's not hard. Now, grant you video files are large, they can be tough to manage, but all you need is a good video management platform. And it all of a sudden becomes very easy and very simple. So I wanted the TA community to have the same kind of tools that the marketing community had and make it easy and affordable for them. Yeah, that's great. And again, along those lines, video definitely continues to be one one of the, if not the most engaging medium, right? Globally Absolutely. in any region, it certainly is. And the good news is that I think both of us, we see we do see more companies leveraging it in, in recruiting and hiring and, and in recruitment marketing. Now, you had a, a series created recently that was called Videos Candidates Crave, and it was really quite comprehensive in its scope. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about, about that series and, and where can we find it and some specific examples that you share in that series too. There's one more episode to go, so stay tuned for next Tuesday. We'll publish the last one. It's a nine installment series. And what we've done is 
go through the entire candidate journey and look at video that is constructive and helpful and engaging for candidates at each of the touch points. So video isn't just that two-minute introductory video you put on your career site and think, oh, we've got video, you know, check the box, we're done. We find that candidates have a lot of information needs, and when you can deliver it to them in an engaging way, they're much more apt to, to watch it, to comprehend it, and so forth. So what we did in this series is we took each step in the candidate journey and talked about what the candidate information needs were at that point and what kind of informal video you could produce that would meet the candidate's needs. So I'll just give you examples, some of my favorites. Um, one of my favorite ones is having the hiring manager make a quick video that goes out with the offer letter. You know, and these are just quick. They're 10, 15 second videos where the hiring manager just says, Kevin, we love your organizational skills and your ability to, to produce results. You're going to be a great addition to our team. You know, really hope you accept or something to that effect. And next step after that, when candidates have accepted an offer and are in that dead zone where they're going through all the reference checks or they haven't started yet. And they might be starting to have second thoughts or feeling nostalgic about leaving the team that they're leaving or just worried about coming into an environment in COVID and not knowing what they're walking into. Just having some of their teammates make a quick video that just reaches out and says, hey, I'm a Yankees fan or I really love Thai food or, you know, here's my deal. Looking forward to seeing you join. When you get here, we'll, you know, we'll show you the ropes and so forth. Just putting that human face, that human voice on it. There's so many points in the process where humanizing it, particularly today with COVID and all the remote processes that are going on. There's a credibility to having somebody just talk to you. That's very different than getting an email or getting a document, having someone say, hey, here's the deal. Here's the vision for this department of the product you're coming on to. Here's the information you're going to need. It's powerful. And when you make it easy, it's really cool. It is. And a lot of that information that candidates, to use your words, crave in, uh, in, in that series throughout the process is something that is readily available for a lot of organizations and it doesn't necessarily take a lot. And I can tell you that little bit, even from the hiring manager's example you shared, that goes a long ways with candidates, whether that's in, you know, we're trying to convince them to accept an offer or they've already accepted the offer. When they get engagement with who that potential hiring manager is going to be for them before they even start, it definitely shoots up positive candidate sentiment that we see that in the research. So to me, that's an extremely valuable, especially in the later stages, but even in the beginning stages. I mean, candidates want this year, similar every year, but this year, though, we definitely you know, diversity and inclusion initiatives are very, very top of mind for candidates as much as they are for employers. Yeah. So content around what the companies, how they're addressing that, their community and sustainability, social responsibility uh, initiatives, candidates is more important. In, the, in this past year that we've seen. So the, all those things can be easily conveyed in short videos, right? And much more credibly. Yeah. You can you can put any statement on a piece of paper, but showing your success stories, showing real people. And it's interesting, there's been a real shift from a candidate perspective from sort of understanding that they're really highly produced videos. I tend to be fairly critical of the videos, you know, with the drone shot of the building. And I think so many of those, you can just swap out the logo on the, on the initial frame and you couldn't sure. tell them apart. But companies have... Thankfully to Zoom, the good thing about this, this virus is we've all gotten used to being on camera and not having it perfectly lit and perfectly mic'd and all of that. And that's how we all interact these days. So when you're used to this, and all of a sudden you get this highly produced video that you know, doesn't look real anymore and feels like a commercial, it doesn't communicate as well. We've had, a, one client had a um, head of a manufacturing plant 
who made a video for all new hires and he did it from his dining room table. And he said, you know, I usually try to greet all the new employees within their first week. And obviously I can't do that now, but you know, this is who I am. I'm, I'm head of manufacturing. I will make a point to meet you personally. It was just lovely. And it was this guy from his, you know, his dining room table in a sweatshirt, but really, really wonderful welcome to new employees. It does. And I, I think it does go a lot farther than just, again, things in text or even static images on the career site. I'm curious about something because I always think about this when I think of video that there can be a, a fun opportunity for employers to create fun videos too, right? About company culture and what we're doing together as a company and where should they start though? So there's a lot of different examples that you've already talked about, right? So what, I mean, if I've never done this before, again, whether obviously it would be great if I had a platform to do, to do this in, but if let's just say I just wanted to do video one, like what should I do first? What do you recommend? Does it vary across employers, industries, company size, or is it or something that you recommend? We just published our video strategy framework, which anybody can download from our site for free. It's a great planning tool. And I think the most important piece of guidance in it is to look at your recruiting process and see where your weakest point is. How are you going to move the needle? Is it in the attraction phase? Is it in the nurturing phase? Where is it do you want to really engage candidates and start there? It can be overwhelming to think, oh my God, I've got to have videos for every department, every function, every stage of the thing. Look at where are you going to get the biggest bang for the buck? Right now, what problem could you solve if you could keep candidates either better informed or better engaged or keep them warm while your hiring manager isn't responding to you or whatever, go to your candy <laughs> data right. and go look and see, oh my God, you know, where, what's my weak point here? And just go shore it up with some video. Um, there's an easy, quick win for almost everybody. This year, as you know, and everybody around the world knows, has been one like none other, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> who, who plans for a pandemic? Not, I guess, uh, obviously not maybe even the CDC or, or the World Health Organization, <laughs> depending on who you're talking to. But so there's been that and then, you know, social and racial inequity and injustice and, and political upheaval and economic downturn. I mean, the list 2020 yeah, keeps heaving up. So one of the things that we've seen this year, more so than any other year previous, because as you know, Mari, very well, we were only measuring candidate experience and nothing but a growth market since the Mm -hmm. Great Recession. Lowest unemployment in decades until this year. And so we have found employers were kind of put into this forced transparency to a a certain degree, meaning that all of a sudden we had everything stopped. And what do we tell our candidates that are in our pipelines? What are are we doing? Do we go dark or do we actually try to say, listen, we're in a pandemic now and we're trying to figure this out and sorry. And then not only for the candidates, but also for their employees, right? What are we doing? Unfortunately, maybe they had, you had to do furloughs or layoffs, redeploying folks, but that heightened level that we haven't seen in a, in a year like this definitely has pushed companies into more of embracing that transparency, right? Or, or not, or going completely dark. So how in that sense could video, and you might have some examples, right, of how that was maybe used with certain employers of sharing, this is what we're doing, like like the statements on the career sites, right? Due to COVID, we're not hiring right now, but please, you know. Don't abandon us, yeah. <laughs> anyway, you, you know what I'm saying, so. Actually, one of the nicest uses of video that, that I've seen that someone used our platform to do was very early on, it was probably mid to late March when, you know, everything just 
started to freeze. The CFO of, of one of our clients recorded a very short video that was for an internal audience only. And, and our platform, you can do that, you know, keep things private. And he went through and said, look, we are looking at every item on our expense sheet. We're looking to see where we can cut. We are trying to, as best as we can, ensure that we don't have to do furloughs. We can't make any promises, but we are working all the time because we understand your jobs are important. And he could have just written a memo and kind of said the same thing. And in part, because this is a global company, he couldn't do it live because people would have been you know, all around the world in different time zones. And you can't put tens of thousand employees on a, a Zoom. But the, the magic of it was the empathy he conveyed and the sincerity and the fact he just talked to them. And it was really just a wonderful piece of footage where somebody just said, hey, we are absolutely on this. We're doing everything we can to protect your paycheck. And it was, I hate to call it magic because it was such a sad thing, but right. it really was. I, you know, it gave me goosebumps to watch it. It was like, oh boy, if I worked for that company, I would have, you know, just felt wonderful that management really cared. And if your business dives 90%, <laughs> there are right. going to be implications for that. But nobody was being cavalier. And it was done in a way that you couldn't do in writing, no matter how good a writer you were. And I have a lot of respect for good writers, but sometimes you're just need to deliver it with yep. the tone in your voice and and so forth no thank you for sharing that example i know anecdotally as well that we i think we not even, i don't think i know we've seen a lot more compassion and empathy in the world of work because of all these this year of 2020 and when it's wrought on us all right and i think we i've I've heard similar stories to that effect, um, not necessarily always in video, but just the point is, again, that whole point about being just that level of transparency. Let's talk more about the platform a little bit now, too. So there are, I mean, there are other video platforms that mm -hmm. in, out in the market that allow companies to easily create and store and distribute video. So give us some differentiation for you um, as it relates to some of the other players in the space. Well, in part, because the, the three things that you just put together actually don't exist easily in other platforms. There are lots of platforms that you can create videos, lots for editing, some for distributing. I mean, the Vimeos of the world and so forth. But what we've done with, well, we have two products. One is Spark, which puts hiring manager video into job descriptions and can pull them onto your job posting pages and give you landing pages. So those are very targeted for specific jobs. And then the product we introduced about a year ago, Amplify, is the video management platform that, that does tie all those things together. It makes it very easy for an employee to record a video. They don't have to download an app. They don't need a password or username. They just click a button in an email and the camera opens on their phone or laptop or tablet, whatever they're using. The system uploads that and automates the approvals. So even if you've got several people in your organization that need to approve a video, our platform automates it, sends an email to the first approver and says, hey, there's a video waiting and sends you a, a link back to your platform. When that person approves, we send an email to the second approver and we move it all through. And for the recruiting people, you can look at a dashboard and see where it is at any given point or see who's holding it up, which is usually the case. And then once it's gone through, it's on a dashboard that every recruiter can access all the brand appropriate, brand approved videos and share them on social with a single click, share them with candidates. Um, and when candidates see them, they see it in a dedicated branded page. So you don't have all the clutter of YouTube or whatever else is going on. It's just a professional way to do it. And we've designed it for talent acquisition, understanding the, the kinds of videos they want to do and the length of them, you can upload any length video. And you can also add any other videos made on any other platform. So if your senior executive was interviewed by Jim Cramer, you can 
take that video, add it to the platform and make that accessible to all your recruiters. Um, it really democratizes all your video assets and makes it simple. We're really dedicated to the one-click concept of not making this complicated. Get Request a video from an employee, have them upload it with a click, approve it with a click, share it with a click, take the work out of it so that our hope is that the either the employer brand managers or the, the head of TA can really focus on the kind of content they, they want to be creating and the strategy and not on the mechanics of, oh God, how do I get this video over to legal so they can look at it? You know, take all of that friction out of it for them. I like the simplified approach, of course, in your platform, besides what you, you've just outlined on some of the... the... Wait, can, can I give you a group since you use our platform and you absolutely need it simple, Kevin? I'm sorry. <laughs> you what? Because you use our platform. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you need it simple. And and I think we've got it. It's Kevin proof. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. I absolutely. I definitely need that for sure. But for your core customers, your real customers, besides what you've just outlined about the ease of use and the one click, what's the return for them over time? So what other kinds of metrics and or reporting that is, is helping them understand that this is paying off for us. We are, we are, these videos are making a difference in branding, securing people, et cetera. What's that return? Well, again, it depends on how they use them. If you add hiring manager video to your job descriptions and your career site, we've had clients do really strict and wonderful A-B testing and can show that your conversion of visitor to applicant goes up by 60%. And more important than that, the quality of applicant goes up as well. When a candidate goes to your career site and looks at a job and listens to the hiring manager video, and you have the option of adding two coworker videos as well, along with the top three reasons to apply and infographics are all part of it, they learn more about the job so they make a better informed decision to, to opt in or opt out. So you don't just get more applicants, you get more qualified applicants. And we've been able to quantify that, which is really important because nobody wants more applicants. Nobody yeah. needs 10,000 unqualified applicants. So if that's where you're using it, you've got it there. You can go all the way through the process, you know, and, and I'll go back. You know, we've been huge supporters of the candies. Mm -hmm. We think that data is just invaluable to, for anybody to have. Go look at your candy data. We're very proud to have, you know, lots of clients among the candy winners. That's not the only goal, but boy, it's nice when <laughs> we see familiar names well, yeah. on that list of winners every year. Well, sure. Because I mean, you're, you, you know, I think every piece of that recruiting puzzle, including videos, especially if it was something that you helped them create and drive and distribute is and if, if it does make a difference in improving candidate experience, you want to shout from the rooftops, especially if their ratings are high enough, again, above the benchmarks that we see every year to win a candy. So for sure. Yeah. I mean, we just talk about give the candidates the information they want when they want it in a right. format they want to see it. It doesn't sound difficult, but that's so core to a good experience of having, as a candidate, just having the information when you want it in the process. It's like at the very beginning of the process, you really don't care about the deductible on the dental plan. You know, it's something that later you may want to know a little bit more about those things. Up front, you don't. Right. So, you know, sort of just understanding it is a journey and what's important to them in each step of the journey can change when you can really start to produce an entire video library, which is what clients do. You've got the, the tool right there. Ah, they want to hear from the hiring manager. Oh, they want to hear about this. I get the video, click, send it to the candidate. Oh, I've got a candidate who who, you know, is stalled. Let me re-engage them. Let me send them this. Click. That's the kind of thing that, that really makes it easy and, and simple. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. So Mari, tell us something top secret. Tell us something that I promise not to tell anybody else. Is there something else coming that you're excited about with your platform in particular that's in development that may add to Amplify or Spark itself or what what else is something that you can share with us? Yeah. Usually my, my answer to that question is I probably say, no, there's nothing on the product roadmap. And I say that for two reasons. One is we do a lot of work in design and testing before we release something. We never release anything that we consider half-baked. It's like, sure. This really needs to solve clients' problems. So if it doesn't, it's not ready to, to be rolled out yet. And the other piece is we want to keep the platform simple. We, we see people who add new things every six months just so they get a press release and they really clutter it up. But it's not to say we don't add things from time to time, but there's no driving goal just to get something new out. But right now what we are working on is some basic editing capabilities in Amplify. We didn't originally because clients said to us, you know, we're TA, TA people, we're not video editors and we don't really want to be video editors. You know, give us something that's usable. Can we get it from the candidate? Can you structure this so we can take this and just flip it around? But we do have clients who want to do simple things. I think the most common thing is when an employee creates a video and they go to turn the camera off, you see this finger coming at you at the camera. Um, It's a little menacing. And they'd like to just, you know, lop that off the end. So we're going to have that, you know, simple, easy things. You don't need to be a video editor. It's not going to be a console that's going to intimidate you. It's going to be, see that finger coming at you? Clip here. (laughs) And then go ahead and use the... um, So, and actually, it's pretty hard to create something that's that simple. But we're working on it. And we're going to roll it out um, very soon. And, oh, and that's we're excited good. about that. I think that's a good addition. I mean, I think that's at the very least that little addition. I, I mean, even my user experience of using the platform, I think that that would, that would be helpful. So I'm glad you guys are trying to figure that one out and get, and get that out there. That's that. great. So, so Mari, last question I always love, as you know, to ask my guest is we, we talk about work all the time. We're working all the time. That's what we do. But besides working, what else does Mari like to do? I know you have a family and but what what else what else drives you besides this stuff? The village is so many things drive me. I, I, I'm passionate about lots and lots of things. Um, and as we talked earlier, I've already fessed up to my Broadway musical obsession, my uh, making pie obsession. And I guess the other thing that, that actually might surprise people about me is actually my husband and I are are quite the um, furniture maker DIYers. We made quite a bit of furniture. We we're fortunate enough to have a, a weekend house outside of Manhattan where we, we're very proud of our little $69 table saw from Home Depot. <laughs> we don't exactly have a fully tricked out shop to say the least. But I think in part because both of us do work where we don't produce anything tangible all week long. Not that we don't work really hard, but you don't get to touch it and feel it at the end of the, the week, work week. So on the weekend, we often make furniture, made china cabinets, and, and tables and all kinds of things that are just, uh, we, we laid all the flooring in our house. We have hardwood flooring that we got from mills. It's We have an old farmhouse, so we had to replace all the flooring. So I lay floors, uh, which is something you don't find very often of people in, in this space. No, gosh, I'm going to have to have you t- teach us. I actually want to do that next year at, at our house is to tear out the old carpet and put in uh, put in hardwood floors. I mean, it may be faux hardwood floors, but it'll be look nice. But that's fa- fascinating. I actually did not know that about you as well. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing, Mari. And yeah. as as always, it's a pleasure having you on the Candy Shop Talk podcast. And uh, love being here. Thank you. Ho- hopefully, at some point, we will see each other again in person. I hope we will. Probably not this year, but maybe sometime later next year. So that's the plan. Yep. yep. We'll be ready when that happens. All right. Thanks, Mari. 
Thanks, Kevin. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Candy Shop Talk podcast. For more information about Talent Board and the Candidate Experience Awards and Benchmark Research, visit www.thetalentboard.org.